Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of Knowledge Under the Influence. I'm your host, Martez. You can find me on Instagram at Martez underscore for show. That's F-A-S-H-O. Man, if you listen to this episode, man, I really appreciate it. Uh, any feedback you can give once you hear it, man, give me the feedback, share it, like it, comment, whatever, man. Support comes in many different forms. It doesn't always have to be uh, monetary. If you're going to support somebody, you know, a simple share, you know, just to get the message across to somebody could be huge, huge, huge. Um, today, man, I got a, I got my man Squeeze, man, Jason Ford in the building. What's good, Jason? What's good? What's good? Man, you got a lot going on right now, man. We chopped it up before everything, you know, before we start recording and whatnot right. um where, where you originally where you originally from like i know you, you told me but what, what tell the people you from all right so i was born and raised in saginaw michigan uh so that's like north of detroit for everybody that referenced stuff to detroit it's like north of detroit like mm -hmm. a 120 so miles yeah saginaw it's small draymond green jason richardson a lot of people don't know but serena williams was born in Saginaw. Now she's not from Saginaw. Okay. But her family, I guess, was making a stop in Saginaw. And then she was born in Saginaw. <laughs> and then they, you know, kept going. I and Stevie Wonder too. Uh, born in Saginaw too. Yeah. Hey, I, I think y'all can get credit for that. If it where they where you where you was born at is where you well, right, no, right. I, yeah, no, she no, from she might be. She from California somewhere, Compton okay. or something. But from she, what I hear. But she was sliding through Michigan, they had her in Saginaw? Yeah. Her family, I guess she got family or had family out there or something. I don't know, but she was born in Saginaw. Like actually born yeah. in Saginaw. So Saginaw, no, Saginaw, that means Saginaw gets some credit for having some right, people come right. out of there. <laughs> Saginaw, Miss Williams is from Saginaw. We right. can put that like that. Shout um, out to Draymond Green. Yeah, Draymond Green, two shots to Draymond. Like, which is crazy. Um, a lot of people, you, you don't even think about like how much talent comes from uh these surrounding cities a lot of people be like oh detroit detroit but it's like it's so many other cities that a lot of people don't know about so shit, when you say saginaw you can't go somewhere but they be like where you from you be like oh saginaw michigan they might be like uh, right yeah. so you should naturally you're gonna be like detroit and a lot of people will be like that like yeah. when you go to like texas or florida somewhere it's yeah. like it's kind of hard so you got to be like well you know where detroit is at and yeah. be like oh yeah like okay well, right. that's good enough yeah. you know what I mean? and that's but, where it ends for real right it's like that's all people know for real for real i feel like detroit people feel like people be perpetrating on their city yeah like, like oh, you, you, you ain't from detroit, detroit. yeah, yeah like, you ain't from detroit well, like, if i was in michigan somebody asked me i'd be like i'm from saginaw they ain't gonna they ain't gonna be like okay <laughs> they, oh, saginaw. i tell people saginaw all the time like people try to make me from detroit uh-huh Sometimes I be performing, and they be like, where you from? I'm like, mm -hmm. from Saginaw. And then the host, just because they want the audience to be yeah, like, oh, say so. yeah, 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 Like, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm from Saginaw. Give, but give Saginaw they credit, shit. If I'm in California somewhere, I would have to say somewhere like Detroit, because that's the only thing they have right, reference yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, when you was growing up, like, what did you, like, aspire to be, like, as a child? So, as a child, uh, I was real bright. Mm -hmm. That's real. Like, so, my, my mom... She always wanted me to be like, uh, it's like, okay, damn. So it's like when you're growing up, especially when you're in the hood, mm -hmm. you only know what people tell you or what you can see. Right. When I was growing up, only people that I seen was like working in a plant. Like mm -hmm. those are the most successful people. Right. And then you got like the people that was like working in the schools and stuff. Those mm -hmm. are the people that was like, you know, whatever. So I want to be like. Like, I didn't want to be a drug dealer, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, only people that was getting money was, like, people that was, like, in the streets or in the plant, you know right. what I mean? I just didn't want to do that. So, my mom always told me I wanted to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. So, that's what I thought I wanted to be. I went to school uh, freshman year at Eastern. I, actually, I went to Howard for six, for six weeks, seven mm -hmm. weeks. Damn. And uh, I wanted to do pre-law. So, originally, I was thinking about doing law. Okay. Lawyer, yeah. Damn. Yep. But, but, but why? I mean, like, is you have any lawyers in your family or are you just... Not at all. Uh, maybe that I don't know. Uh, shout out to the Forest and the Braddocks, but mm -hmm. maybe, but I don't know. But that's what she told me, and I was I would have been good at it. Like I'm good at research. I'm good at uh like focusing on points uh -huh. and driving points. Yeah, like I'm really good at that. So I probably would have been good at it. I think I probably been trained for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just not where I where I wanted to go. That's you know, shit I think crazy. Changed it. That's shit crazy though. Like just growing up and you like you don't know like what influenced you to want to do something like i don't right. know i just but like you said you but you when you're around people like those typical um 
the typical oh yeah the doctors the lawyers the yeah, police officer yeah. firefighter that's you know what i'm saying everybody yeah. like, that's what you taught in school like tell you that that's what would make the most so you're like oh well if i'm gonna be somebody i need to be that exactly or that, exactly yeah. yeah so it's like then you you grow up and you're like oh yeah i want to be a nurse i want to be a doctor like mm-hmm. and even though your heart might not be there it's just like that was the only options that was that was uh always given to you as a child right so. and the truth is your parents don't know you know my mom you know she didn't graduate from traditional high school mm-hmm. she had to get her adult a, you know diploma yeah my dad you know he graduated from high school but he went to the army then he went to the plant mm-hmm. so he don't like they don't know right. you know yeah. so they don't know they can't tell you You know if you were a person that was raised in a family that mm-hmm. has all this opportunity and stuff you know they like they can groom you mm-hmm. like oh this is what you want right. to do yeah, this is yeah, what you're yeah. gonna need to know yeah. this, if this is really what you want to do when yeah. they don't know they just want to push you, like, yeah, as long as you're not living up yep, me, yep. or, you know what I'm saying? But that, I think that, I mean, yeah, you're right. And that, but that's crazy to me because it's like the, 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 they're, they're, uneducated like most time they most we're most of us are like first generation college students so Mm -hmm. it's like they don't know they don't know shit even when i got to college there's so many fucking majors you can major in damn near anything like it's so many different things to major in like you can major in fucking fucking any i mean literally breathing like i'm sure it's a fucking major for (laughs) breathing like like shit you like dog you don't don't know how to breathe like (laughs) no i know how to teach people how to breathe i can teach you yeah it's crazy so to me it's like it's so many different things out there and if i hadn't went to college being a first generation i wouldn't have known like shit i I would have just the typical thing doctor lawyer fucking you know teacher and shit like that so to me it's just crazy like Yo, 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 the generation we live in and your parents, if they didn't go to college, like you said, they don't know shit. They don't know what's out there. So they just like, shit, you just ain't living with me. You just, right, you, right, right. I don't know what you're going to school <laughs> for, but you're going to get up out of here. Like, right, right. So, I mean, that's crazy. When you, you, so you grew up in Saginaw. When you was growing up, like, what was like the craziest thing you believed? The, the craziest thing that I what? That you believed. What was the craziest shit you believed? Man, that I believed? Yeah. Being I, Man, I don't know. When you're a kid, you believe all types of crazy stuff. People could tell you anything and you would believe it. You know what I mean? I used to believe all types of crazy stuff. So I don't even want to go like, my mind is too honest. I'd be like, yeah, (laughs) when I was two, you know. (laughs) If you could remember when you was two, I really wouldn't hear that But no, when I was young, I used to believe all types of crazy stuff. But I guess the real broad point is like, when you in a place where you don't see like, where what you see on a daily basis is, is like, curtail like what i try to tell people a lot of people where i go to like big cities especially Mm -hmm. like detroit and stuff like that like even though you can feel like you were disenfranchised in this point Mm -hmm. like you get this opportunity to see so much of the world that somebody in saginaw don't get to really see right you know it's a really a small city so you don't really get to see nothing besides what somebody showed you or what you can see on tv right for real so damn yeah yeah that's crazy yeah like stuff like i remember when i first graduated went to college and stuff stuff like uh cartier's and prada and stuff like that i've never heard of those things until i was like 18 19 you know until i was an adult i never seen or heard of those things when i was a kid those things that people from the cities seen from you know, from a yeah, kid, yeah. I've never seen or heard yeah, of yeah. any of those things. You know, that was that that became a, 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 a like a trademark, like some of the Detroit. Not not saying Detroit was the first city to have fucking cardies, but it was like that's that's the thing. Yeah, that's the big yeah, thing for Detroit. Thing. Like you come from the, you like if you from Detroit, niggas rocking cardies. Like that's the thing. Right. Like shit, <laughs> I feel like I feel like even mo- most of the world, like shit. Not saying that Cartier wasn't popular before Detroit, but when it comes to the glass, like they know shit buffs. Like you go to Detroit, niggas yeah, got buffs yeah. on. Like shit, <laughs> that's just like coming to Detroit and and, and, and Coney Coney Island. You ain't going nowhere else. And they got a, a Coney Island. Like nigga, be like what? nowhere. Motherfuckers. Well, we got them in Saginaw, but I'm sure it what? started in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but it's like you go out of state and you like. You like oh where uh, what the clutch Coney and they like what nigga we got Waffle House nigga like it's just crazy right, right, right. people come here and they like we where, where should I go to eat they nigga, go get you a Coney dog and go get you a chili cheese fry like right you need stuff we take for granted yeah like shit it's like <laughs> shit because it's like shit we used to it. it's like whatever that's nigga. the same thing Waffle House too though yeah I went I uh, I was living in Georgia for like uh, like seven months six mm-hmm. months um and when I was out there Waffle House was like 
places that nobody went to. Yeah. Like nobody goes to Waffle House for real. Except for like, oh, we hungry. It's late at night. What's yeah. open? Waffle House, let's get something to eat. But besides that, nobody eats at Waffle House. So it's just like when people from out of town be like, Oh yeah, we gotta stop at the Waffle House. Yeah. It's like the same thing with Coney Island here. Yeah. Like Coney Island's like that thing that, oh, it's two in the morning, what's open? Yep. Coney, let's go grab the Coney. Yeah, yeah, know? that that's yeah. that's true. That's crazy. So you went to Eastern shit, uh graduated. When you graduate? I graduated uh 2013. Well, you were studying electronic media and then uh business administration. So double major, yeah. So I was done in 2012. I had to do my internship that okay. I didn't do while I was an undergrad because okay. I was so busy. Um so I did an under uh, I did my internship at uh Detroiters working for environment environmental justice, mm-hmm. DWEJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did that in 2013. I was done in June. Okay. Yeah. Damn, damn. Yeah. You got a lot going on. You, you, you was how old when you graduated? Uh, 22. Oh, see, you did it the right way. Well, not yeah. necessarily. I mean, ain't no right and wrong way. And everybody right, take their yeah, own exactly. pace. But right. I think, shit, I, I, I graduated when I was 23. So I, I think I did five years versus the, the whole four-year thing. Like, I, I also right. did two study abroads, too. So, I mean... It's the funny thing is, well, the crazy thing is, like, when you go to school, and let's say if you got, let's say, a certain amount of credits left or a certain class left, that last semester before graduation, they don't offer until the following semester. And you like, dog, I'm trying to get up out of here. Like, right, so, right. So shit, you, <laughs> the, the class you need, you might want to, let's say, do a winter graduation, they don't offer your class again until the fucking next fall or the summertime. Yeah. Like, so you- Because I walked in the spring yep. of 2012. Yep, yeah. A year later, I was done officially what. And I didn't have any more classes to take. Exactly. I just had to do my internship. Yep. And yep. so it, it, so that's what happened with me. Like I'm like shit. I'm done. But shit. Like they was like, well. So I walked and but it was like shit. Yo, you. I needed six more credits, but they didn't offer the last two classes I need to the following semester. While I didn't go to school in the summer, I didn't have enough aid for that. I had already used up all my aid. Mm-hmm. So then I I couldn't go in the summer. Um, I had waited to that the next fall to actually do it. And get my last six credits, which I'm like, man, if they would have just offered them, I could have took them and be done. Right, but, been done. Yeah, but that shit but, crazy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, right now, man, you got a lot of shit going on, man. What you most excited about in your life right now? Uh, so I'm hella excited about the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, play May 12th. Uh, we in Chicago. We were in February. We was in uh Detroit on the East Side, East Point uh, High. Mm-hmm. Uh, May 12th, we in Chicago. Uh, we got um. Oh man, I, I feel so bad that I forgot his name. Dang. But the dude that uh was in um Notorious that played Biggie Smalls. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So he's mean. in the play with us Shut the for the up. Chicago date. Yep. Damn. And we got more dates too. So we're gonna be in Atlanta, Alabama. Uh, and you traveling with him the whole time? Yep, yep, the whole time. How did you land that shit? Audition, purely audition. Um, it was just, uh one of my homegirls. Uh, that went to Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, she was um in the play, and she was like, "Well, we need somebody to play an understudy." Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, I'm busy at the time. I was working with Full Hurt, Not Press, mm-hmm. everything else. Uh, Chad Roto with Soundwave and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was just like, "Well, I audition. Like, come here at this time and do this." Mm-hmm. So I got the script. I read it. You know, went down there and auditioned. It was like, "You got it." So they gave me the contract, signed it, and I had been in movies before. I had been in the as an extra. I was in Detroit, mm-hmm. the movie, the Detroit movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that was my first time ever getting paid. Okay. You know, from acting. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of like a, like a, you know, like an addiction. Like, oh man, like I could actually make something yeah. out of this talent you yeah. know what I mean because a lot of people don't think it's possible especially yeah. when you're here in Michigan you're not in California you're not in Atlanta yeah. you know what I, I'm saying bro I hate when people say a lot of people say like man I'm getting up out of Michigan ain't shit in Michigan but in, in reality like it's a market for stuff in it and people try to convince me to leave all the time all the time even today before I got here people was trying to convince me like well you know, like you should just leave and go to California and stuff. It's like, well, you know, bro, that bro going to L.A. and California, that shit will eat you alive. I like, believe it. I, I ain't even like that. You know, I didn't been to L.A. a couple times, and I always walk past and I always see like homeless people. And I'm like, bro, these were probably dreamers at one point. These were probably yeah. entrepreneurs, but <laughs> they were just ahead of their time. Shit, right. some of them probably was on the movie scene, tough, but they probably got swallowed up by Hollywood yep. and L.A. and just fucking just fell underneath the scene, and now they just like on the streets homeless because you like you, you know what I'm saying or they they got addicted to that life and started doing yeah. drugs like you know what i'm saying you just don't know you see a lot of like disney 
like Disney stars, they used to be real, you know what I'm saying, on the scene, making movies, and they, they started so young, they got that Hollywood life, started doing drugs, shit, what's it, Orlando Brown, like, shit, right. Orlando Brown, like, he... He 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 fell victim to it. Like he was doing that so rave and had his other little parts here and there. And man, you be feeling like like I can understand it, man, because I've lived. Like you just be feeling like untouchable. Like yeah. like everything that's happening to you only happens to, to you. You, all the time. you know what I mean? So you just feel like whatever whatever life anybody else lived before you is like beneath you almost. Right, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but it's yeah, not yeah. the truth. You know, you realize that after a while, but it's not the truth. Yeah. That's that that's insane. But you you have you acted before? Like uh, like you you got like a history of like acting. So before that, I did like a lot of stuff on campus. Mm-hmm. But besides that, no. Like I did a lot of stuff with Portrait Society, mm-hmm. we color drums stuff like that. Before that, my acting experience is like school playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like that's my whole resume before. Uh, before actually landing the uh, opportunity with the with the play, yeah, and then I actually landed another opportunity with a a sh- uh, movie, okay. a local movie uh, that's in Detroit. Okay, so I was able to like sign my name and then expect a return like after every show you yeah. expect the income and stuff, yeah, and just to see that check come, you know, yeah. it's like oh man, this actually works, even though you can't you know live yeah. at this point, you know, but it's like. I mean, yeah, shit. At exists. that point, once you you build up a portfolio, you can actually call yourself a paid actor, like shit. Right. So that's what it comes down to, and like mm, shit, yeah. you got to start small, like shit. Eventually, doing all those small gigs will lead up to something bigger, and me those connects. You right. might be an extra in, in this movie or extra in that movie, but shit, before you know it, your your break could come, like shit. So, but you already had like a you you during you know like you said the color drones you know speaking and ps and all that you already had like stage presence so you was already right you you kind even of, before that i grew up like from a from a child like mm-hmm. in front of people from like three four or five years old like i've always been in front of people mm-hmm. so it's like been natural to me i'm more like i'm more nervous talking to one person interpersonally mm-hmm. than i am talking to a group of people shut the fuck up that's the truth wait yeah. hi what I'm more because I feel like in a personal you got more subconscious thought in the yeah, way you know yeah, you got to yeah. think because you only got one person so your yeah. your focus is there. Yeah. When you got a group of people, it's like a wall. Yeah. Of, of, of uh, you know of people you know. Yeah, that shit crazy. Damn, I mean that, no, that is a way to look at. I guess I ain't never thought about it like yeah. that, but. I mean, I can see where that comes in because, like, that it's real personal when it's. But that's what I was telling you about, like rappers. When you a rapper, like, no, you not. It's it's kind of the same thing because you 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 in front of a crowd, but at the same time, it's like shit. You gotta well, even with poetry or anything you do when you got a stage presence, mm-hmm. you gotta even if it's a, a hundred people in the crowd, all you gotta do really is connect with that one person that's really vibing with you. See that, and you like damn, right. there, you damn, they're kind of giving giving them your attention and your energy, like like indirectly, but it's like you see them vibing, but then they can go the opposite way. You a rapper or doing your poetry. Well, poetry is different because they bring a different feel. But if you're a rapper right. and people ain't vibing with you and you trying to rock the crowd and people just sitting there, you like, hey, everybody put your hands up, go start. And everybody just looking at you like, cricket, cricket. <laughs> like, I'm not a rapper. I've been there. I didn't, I didn't been on stage rapping and I've been on stage doing poetry. So I can understand. Yeah, like that shit got to be a, a crazy ass feeling. But I feel like when you're kicking it, people will rock with you. Like, yeah. Especially here in, the, in Detroit. When you kicking it, people are rock with you. Before, yeah, for yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, if you got a good, if you got a good little vibe going, you can. If you it's can. two people, they be like, oh. Yeah, they're gonna be like, okay, I swear, be hyped that'd be all that you need sometimes, and that's too. what I'm saying. Like, shit, you get that one person in the crowd, and you like, fuck it, yeah. like, shit, I, I connect with them. I'm gonna keep making make connection with them because shit. By the time you leave, even though you may have touched other people in the crowd, it's like, first of all, I know we connect them up. Like, I right. see you the whole time there. <laughs> like, somebody. yeah, shit, you gonna tell somebody you rock with me? Like, you, I felt, I felt it. Like, even you know, what I'm right. even though I'm all the way up on stage and you all the way down there, so to me, that's just that that's just crazy. Um. But what we really here for, and this is crazy for, to to me, because um, I, I I read the well, I, I, I didn't read it all, but you got the sub American dream. Let's talk about that. You you sub are you, you got some some published uh, literature here, right? Um, right, right, right. One, what the hell influenced you to want to write a goddamn book? 
So originally, so actually, there's another book called The Compass for the Unguided Mind. What you wrote? Um, yeah. Okay. So that was supposed to come out first. It's still being finished right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really tight. If I explain it to you, it's really tight, but I wouldn't do it to you on air because yeah, yeah. I got to send it to the copyright people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, what happened was that with the Sub American Dream, it, w- it it started as a show. Okay. People was coming to me like, well, we want a show, you know, we want a performance. That you put, you put this on? Yeah. Okay. So I was like, okay, let's figure it out. So I went out, I reached out to a lot of different artists, uh, Louis, Louis Picasso in the gallery, mm-hmm. uh, Chad Roto. I reached out to Kyle Mack. I know he was on here K-Mack. before. Mack. Yep. I reached out to Kyle Mack about uh, doing some clothes and stuff and Diversion Dance from Eastern Michigan. Yeah. Because uh, I know they can do a good set. So I put together a full show. It wasn't even just the the book is actually a a, a manuscript mm-hmm. for a show. Mm-hmm. It was live. It was presented live to an audience, and then I took the the text from it, compiled it, and made it into a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. So yeah. So I don't know why. Why is it? And this is crazy to me. And I know. I mean, being doing poetry and 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 being um, creative creative as yourself. Why is it, and we just gonna start off with the title, like why right. is it the sub-American dream and not the American dream? I got you. So the sub-American dream, so the idea of sub, you know, you got like all different types of subs. Uh-huh. Like sub is always seen as something. It's a prefix seen as something that's known as like beneath or almost right, or right, under, right. you know, like subcontinent or uh, subconscious. subconscious or. Uh, what about subway? Subway, which means the way underneath yeah, the street. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So you got those things. The sub-American is, is only a concept. It's almost like a philosophy. Uh-huh. And I feel like I am a philosopher in that the sub-American dream is that sub-American is that American that's always been told that they're not quite American, even uh-huh. though they are American. That's right. why the American is there. You are American. I am American. But always you're reminded how you're not American or how you're not uh, equal to what people call like the white American mm-hmm. in well, American society. It, right. So looking at the title, would it, would you say, and even just hearing you say that, right. like, I mean, w- w- your, your audience, who would be your targeted audience like necessarily, or who would be, who would you be speaking on when you say like, the sub American? Right. Group? So there's levels to that. So a lot of people want to be offended. And that's what I was worried about when I first put the book out. Absolutely. Um, because, uh, especially when I was working in corporate America, mm-hmm. people often ask me about because I would have this stuff around me, and they would ask me like, "What is this about?" You know, and I would mm-hmm. have to kind of explain it to them, and they're like middle age or middle America white people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can't really just tell them like, "Oh yeah, so you know? yeah, yeah, yeah." So it was a struggle at first, but what happened? What ended up happening was that I had um kind of doubled down on it because it was the truth Mm -hmm. i was like well this is something that people need to experience exactly see absolutely the first the first audience i guess the first layer of it was like young black americans Mm -hmm. people that that have gone through this Mm -hmm. that felt disenfranchised that felt like well i i'm not enough Mm -hmm. you know yeah also the muslim american culture the lgbt culture okay all these people that's been stripped from certain i guess identities that's been american Mm -hmm. then beyond that i want to reach out to like middle america white Mm -hmm. america high class america to let them know that this is exists a lot of people get hung up on the language or the poems and stuff Mm -hmm. but it's really like introspective i want you to really look at it and feel it like okay. this As is it not attacking to you yeah it's not not even me but I'm everybody saying, yeah, 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 the yeah, reader. Yeah, yeah yeah it's not attacking anybody this is a a real position this yeah. is not coming from no position of anger or but Bias, anguish. Yeah. yeah but no anger no violence none of that this is coming from a position of truth like yeah. this is what's real yeah. we're going through this it's yeah, real yeah. life in your society yeah you know? it was crazy because I, I was trying to depict that and i'm like okay wait a minute I've heard of growing up, you hear about, oh, everybody wants to live the American dream, the American dream. And I'm mm-hmm. like, but this, the, the book title is The Sub American Dream. So I'm like, damn, okay. So what is the, this is, is so this, they feed it to you. Like they feed you this American dream, like, like you can have it all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just do this, do this, do this. And, and, and for people that's, that's, that's 
in um, disenfranchised communities, mm-hmm. say African Americans or Latino Americans or LGBTQ uh, Americans and all these people that's in these disenfranchised uh, societies, mm-hmm. they're always told like, well, you can have all these things. All you have to do is, but what is the, all yeah. you have to do is yeah, usually yeah. it's conforming to mm-hmm. some sort of, norm that's normal to only white people mm-hmm. you know what i mean just to be honest yeah or like those are the things that you're asked to do mm-hmm. like it's never like okay you can have those things just by being you or being great at the things that no. you're, you know it's never that nope. so the sub-american dream is like okay well you can have this dream but the fact that i want to have a million dollars or the penthouse or everything that i see on youtube or on instagram or all this stuff like those things that I see in my face all the time that people tell me like, oh, you can just reach out and touch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Before in the past, it wasn't to the effect. You had so many filters in between with media. Now, everything you can kind of reach out and touch, but yeah. you can't touch it at, yeah. the at the same time. At the same time. Built this mentality like, well, since, uh, and it's not new. It's actually older than social media and stuff still, but yeah. it's like, well, I can't get it through traditional means. What does that do to my mental? Yeah. How did that affect how I look at stuff, how I interact with people, how I talk with people, the how things that I resort to do? Me right. If I'm a 14, 15, 16 years old and I resort to selling crack or being in the streets because that's all I know, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm don't. i not aware enough to understand what right and wrong is right. to the true definition of what right and wrong right, is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't have that awareness. You know what I'm saying? I'm growing up as a kid. You know, I start doing dealing with drugs and stuff. I go to jail. You know, then I create this cycle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's created from this idea that you can have everything, but mm-hmm. at every point that you try to make it, somebody's trying to take something mm-hmm. away from you, trying to hide something from you. You yeah. know what I mean? What well, uh, one what and it's crazy because it was like uh, what it Andre three thousand said in one of his songs like yeah, he uh, said a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he said one of his songs like uh, basically. Telling the telling the kid that that selling's a sin, like he's like yeah, telling the kid that basically selling drugs is a sin. But he was like, it's also a sin if you don't tell your kids other ways to make it. Like it's also a sin if you don't right. give them another way. Like right. you don't give. That's all they know. All they know is selling People drugs. Yeah. So it's shit. It's like you, yeah, you you telling young men know what they see. Yeah, you telling young men it's a sin to be out here selling drugs, but shit, it's also a sin to to tell to not tell them what else they can do like they like right. they don't know they don't know so it's like the sub american dream to me as 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 i looked at just looking at the title i'm like you know what and as you said like let's say just sub like the, the beneath the things or the beneath the surface it's kind of like that like shit like you got the american dream and then it's like the, the the steps and the the shit that you go through to get there before the, the shit that you don't see the behind the scenes shit to get to this american dream right. the shit that's buried it's like oh right. yeah you can you can be uh the next president but they don't tell you about the prejudice the prejudices and the racist nothing shit that you got to go to to, to try to make it right. as a black man trying to be the president that's the truth. you know what i'm saying they 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 tell you about um being a let's say if you want to you want to be a cop and it's now we're gonna switch it over to being a cop you know you're you're a white man who really want to do what's right and and protect and serve but they don't tell you the shit that comes with the negative connotations that come with being a white cop in america and how over the years it's gotten bad and you got a bad rap and a bad name for yourself because of how white cops are treating black people right you know what i'm saying you could be a great (laughs) white cop and and that's okay but it's like shit you gonna it's gonna come with a lot of shit. So they don't tell you all that shit beneath the surface to get to to, to the American dream. They don't yep. tell you all, like I said, the prejudices, the the um discrimination. You know what I'm saying? They don't tell you all that before you get there. It's like the calm before right. the storm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when I looked at this, I'm like, okay, the sub American dream. Like it's deep. It ain't just like right. And it's not even like, and I even highlighted in the book. It's not even just minorities all the time. You yeah, know? yeah. Because everybody's been told. That there be like the LGBTQ uh, community mm-hmm. isn't just African American yeah. or Latino American right, people; right. it's white people in there too. It's, it's people from all different races and colors yeah. from all different continents. On yeah, Earth. yeah. In that situation, it's like at that point where you told and you handed this situation where it's like, all right. So you ever heard the the, the story about Guantanamo Bay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they say that like from prisoners and they say like you're sitting in a cell and they playing like music mm-hmm. like this pleasant music almost in the distance while you sitting in this cell you mm-hmm. can't stand you can't lay down mm-hmm. and they talk about this and say this is like one of the worst parts of being in there because mm-hmm. you can hear this music mm-hmm. 
you know what I'm saying, but you stuck in this cell. Yeah. It's the same situation. Yeah. Like, in America, it's not like you live in an area where everybody's living how you live, mm-hmm. where you where you can find joy in that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, you live in a situation where you can hear this music. You can see all this stuff going on around you. But, but you can't get to it. But you can't get to you it. You can't enjoy it. You, ain't, it you ain't, can't yeah. enjoy it. And you're right. That's yeah. that's crazy. Like, but and it is it's crazy because that that Guantanamo Bay, like that's that's more like a they mentally fuck you up. Like even yeah. like you it, it's a mental thing. Like shit, okay, you you hear this pleasant music, but it's like music to to the soul is something good like it it, right. it, it, it wakes you up it just gets but it's like you can't do shit you gotta sit there and hear this music but can't, you don't it's have fun. you can't dance to it you can't it can't really feed your soul like it needs to but it's there playing so it mentally fucks you up right. just like shit just like trying to as a black man or even a woman let's say if you're a woman trying to climb the corporate uh ladder and it's like shit you you know you you know they might give it to a man over you shit you know your right. pay ain't gonna be the same as if if, if, a, if a man was to get it you know what right. i'm saying these are things you got to go through right. shit it's like oh yeah you up for promotion you might be as a woman might be more qualified than a man but it's like no i, did, uh, I don't see myself and it's so a, much- a, a man a woman running this company but and t- i mean now times are getting better where you do see women in those positions where they becoming dominant most of them are turning into entrepreneurs self-made because it's like shit yeah if you ain't gonna give me my opportunity i'm gonna take it and I'm the gonna truth make is it. there's so much toxicity in that exactly they've seen it over the years to say like okay well i'm a woman I I can't have that same opportunity or life on my own merit, mm-hmm. so I'm going to succumb to a man that can. Mm-hmm. And they take all types of abuse mm-hmm. or all types of stuff over the years when yep. they were adequate or smarter, even smarter mm-hmm. than that man was. But they did that just so they can have a certain lifestyle, yep. you know, that they felt like they could, that they felt like because they probably could achieve. It, yeah, but they felt like they couldn't achieve on their yeah. own. Yeah, you know? right. And it's crazy. I just read. I just seen like a little post on um on Instagram. It was like um. Uh, a rich man, basically, a rich man will take a uh, 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 a poor woman or a jobless woman, whatever, and build mm-hmm. her up, take her in, yada yada yada. But on the flip side, a rich woman would never go after a poor man and bring him up and do the same thing. Mm-mm. And that's true. No, no, you know, as a woman, you like, I don't want no broken. I don't. Wanna. It's like, damn, like shit. He couldn't that's have true. failed on hard times, or he, shit, he, like, he's a human just as a woman could be going through some shit and, right. and need to be built up or brought up. Because there's some rich women out there, shit. But dang, if if you a poor or broke man, quote unquote, shit, a woman ain't gonna look your way. Double standards starting to reverse. It, it, like, it, it used to be in man favor, but I'm telling you, women, women, it now, is sure. like you, <laughs> women, women. I, I would say women are. They're, they're real strong they're, they're they're real strong they're resilient i mean i'm saying i'm not saying men aren't but i'm saying women are some powerful motherfuckers like when when beyonce said girls who run the world girl women really run this bitch like i don't yeah. care what nobody say to me i i really feel like you know what i'm saying what, what tupac said we got our game from a woman got a game from our own. like he yeah. meant like nigga we yeah. from a woman nigga, we all came from a woman like stop playing yeah. like shit we yeah when you most of the time you get your game shit you learn how to yo your pops can teach you how to get a woman or you know what i'm saying quote unquote get a woman but your mama gonna teach you how to like really get a woman understand right, how she right, think right. you know what i'm saying touch her soul and her spirit and really what they want because she's a, it's right. coming from a woman right. you know what i'm saying so you're right it's, it's being reversed like women they coming up but um Not a man don't know it take a lot of feminine qualities to, to really get yeah a woman, hell yeah you, know? you when you got to be like in touch with your feminine side like she a lot of men are quick to to, to speak and not to listen right. and it's like you really 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 gotta listen cause shit <laughs> women I mean I don't, I don't get me wrong I didn't did that women to tell you exactly what they want you be like what the fuck like they, they tell you what they want shit they, they, said it. they tell you what they want would they be complaining or nagging they telling you exactly what the fuck they want and what you doing you like bro you complain man you just keep complaining why you always nagging and it's like in reality <laughs> nigga they telling you what they want they telling you how to get them and keep them like shit keep them happy shit right. so it's just crazy but Man, the, the sub American dream. I'm a. Uh, do you do you got like a favorite poem or a favorite uh, uh, insert from this that you really like? Um, that really kind of stood out to your one that really, really, really represents Jason L. Ford. Like, right. I don't know if I got a favorite. 
Uh, but I got a lot of pieces in here that. Uh, Do you got anyone in there that like people really, really, really wanted to understand or reached out to you? Because I remember you put a status up like, uh, and it was right after I wrote you, like you actually had I read, and I'm like, yeah, I read it, but shit, I don't. Really I had read. to do it too because people be telling like, oh, excerpts. I'm like, it's really made, and I'm pretty sure you seen after you read it, mm -hmm. you know, from beginning to end. Yeah, it's really made to be comprehensive. Like, yeah, you should really read it from beginning. It, to end, and it's know? not like it's one of those books where. You got you 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 get something different every time you pick it up. You know, it's not something that so you just pick it up. Too, yeah, yeah, you just can't pick it up and read and be like, "Damn, I understand." You're not. You're not. I don't care. Like I said, and I'm complex. I'm I'm deep. I'm not really shallow. And when I read, I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like some shit. Like I said, I didn't set it down. Walked away. Like fuck this book. I'm I come back to it later because it's like, dog, what the fuck? And then you come back and you're like, "Oh shit, I think I knew what that meant. I think I knew what he was trying to say." Mm -hmm. So it, it it's like one of those things. Where like it's it's deep. Like. Especially your wordplay, like shit. Some of that shit. I'm like, did he? Re couldn't he have just said X, Y, Z instead of like trying to make it super complex? Like, right. <laughs> like, stop playing with these. No, 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 but the, no, no, no. The truth is that uh, with some of the words, I write them in there because I want to raise that integrity as a writer. Right. You know, yeah, so I absolutely. spend I spend a lot of time reading. Mm -hmm. I learn a lot of my words by reading. Yeah. You know what I mean, reading other people's work, yeah. but. I really, as far as the way that my style of writing, I really want to give you something that you could like feel. Yeah, like yeah, it's like yeah. more than like just the something that you could read. Mm -hmm. It's like something that when you read, it, it's like oh, I can kind of feel mm -hmm. that. Or especially when I'm performing it, you yeah. know, if, yeah, if, if yeah. you can see it, it's that like emotion. Oh, yeah, I feel that. You yeah. know, what I'm saying like I'm giving you this emotion, this thought, mm -hmm. this place of coming instead mm -hmm. of just telling you like oh, well, this is. What it is, yeah, it's know? it's very vivid. I mean, like some of the shit, like you, you really can. You, it is a lot of emotion. You can tell you wrote from an emotional standpoint. Like you really, let's say, I say, passionate about what you speak. And you know, it's not like it's just like, oh, you just saying it just to say it. Like shit, it, it's it, it's like some shit that you thought just growing up your everyday life. Like you know what I'm saying. But everybody can relate to it. It's mm -hmm. not just the African American male. It's not just the woman. Like you said, it's the LGBT community. Like yep. everybody can relate to it. It's ain't. It's not just to one group of people. Right. So. You know what I'm saying that that's crazy, but what you what you got over there? What you so the the, the poem that people request the most, and the one I got here is actually two the people like to request the most is the uh, the confidence is queen. Mm -hmm. People like black women love that uh, poem. Can definitely. you can you read it? Yeah, and then the, uh, today tomorrow, and everybody kind of loves that poem. So, uh, which one you want me to do first? Do do the one the the, the first one. Not today, tomorrow. You said the uh, confidence is queen. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Read that you. one. You said black women. Or you said just women or black women. Really? Uh, women, but predominantly, mostly like. Well, I don't know, but a lot of black women request the, it. Like right, when yeah. I go places, they like, especially if it's somebody there that have heard it before. Yeah, I could want. be going in there planning on doing something totally different. But that's like, the one they want, and they're like, "No, we want to hear that." Yeah. Like, okay, I got you. So it's called confidence is queen. Beauty in the eye of a hurricane. Behold the beauty of boldness, the untimed essence of ebony. Birth from an addiction, the world, pre-introduced to the trees and the sky. The world as we know it. Its eternal eminence, a product of disaster and phenom, is beyond flawless. The question is, is what do you see when you look in the mirror? Peer into what appears to just appeal to the eye. But the truth is, you're the hill to the cries of the starved, and even from far, we salivate to possess some time in your arms. See, as a woman, just being you, you're as beautiful as the sun. See, what shine is blinding to eyes, but what is felt is so distinguished, it can't be trapped in the sky. Rain of reunion so missed, it's like introductions of love and inspiration, applaud and strength for embracing something as heavy as you, but for Nefertiti, it's too easy repping yourself. Long as you're not too busy keeping up with the Kardashians to realize that and realize real eyes are far ahead of the curves. And even Marion learned she lost her greatest achievements because she didn't have faith she could win. See, building your faith, knowing your place, knowing your face is far more promising than any mask stacked up on made up foundation. And nothing's more scarier than being Hollow's Eve, the creation of the world within sin, the being of pain and insecurities. 
See, there's no security independent on a blanket in a cold world whose biggest interest in a cold girl is on her backside, backsliding to wasted thoughts on 4Ds reporting, disappointment dictating finals on undiscussed midterms. Knowing them be much smarter to invest interest into what collects interest with time. Puzzled on how many different sides, so many different colors, mood rings, complex creatures, properly unexplained to the inferior and patience. See, your inheritance is truly jewel crowns, not gold rings, and to be polished plastic on no mantle is no accomplishment for no queen. Because victorious queens exist without kings. A glorious queen, not queen to be unless queen to be noticed by you. So rather, queen to see her blessing to be the blessing of life. Because confidence is your most beautiful asset from your most humblest night. Thank you. And that's the end. Man, dog, <laughs> what? So, I, like, whenever I do that poem, it's, like, been requested, like, so many times. So mm -hmm. I be planning on doing something totally different. And people, like, let's get that yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. So, dog. Yeah. At one point, like, you did, like, it was, like, this tongue twister. It, it, I, right. it, I'm like, what? <laughs> but your word, your word play, your word choice, like, it's just so smooth, like, the, the transition. Like, it right. does paint a vivid picture, and it does, like, it, it resonates even like me being a male i'm like dog like hold on shit this, right like, you know what i'm saying this coming from a man's perspective is like shit like baby you got it. like you you a queen like don't right. matter, you know what i'm saying like that shit crazy i can see why they want to like keep requesting that one i can see why they were like and i'll try not to single people out you know like i'll try to write from like a position of like like i i went to uh in fish bones they got a place in there called I forgot exactly what the place was. It's a black-owned, real Afrocentric store. Mm -hmm. Sell beads and, you know, perfumes and stuff. It's mm -hmm. real serious. But go patron them. They're right downstairs from where Detroit versus everybody used to be. I don't know if they're still in there anymore. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, he read it. He was like, what? You got alternative facts in here? Let me check this out. Yeah, and then yeah, when yeah. he read it, he was like, oh, no, this is real. No, this come from a real place. And it, the fact of the matter is I don't write from my place uh from where I can't like reference to. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm always trying to give you something of me, my vulnerability. Right, yeah. Like even when I wrote the Gord Gordy Glory speech. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Barry Gordy. I'm not from Detroit. I did Motown Mike. Yeah. Uh two years ago. A year ago. When I did Motown Mike, I wasn't from the city. Mm -hmm. So I know I couldn't give people something like, oh well, this is me yeah, from here. Yeah. No, I'm gonna give you like somewhat of this history level, but I can give you this vulnerability of myself. I right. can put myself into it, assume that character, but at the same time give you this history lesson about Motown. Yeah, you know, and I think I think that vulnerability and like and, and exposing yourself and, and, and putting yourself out there in your in your poetry like that resonates with people and it and it opens people up to you because it's like okay he didn't let his guard down and he telling you mm -hmm. his life and all this like and it, and that's how you connect with people because then that's yeah. th that's when they connect yeah. you and they're like damn i didn't been through the same shit i understand exactly where he coming from like it really really like i said resonates with people and they they like that vulnerability and as a black african-american yeah. man to be able to open up shit they be like shit because yeah. they, they, a lot of people view black men as like just these emotionless you know what i'm saying people that don't really show emotion and they they, they super strong and it's like but when you see a black man open up to show that but there's reasons for that and people don't understand that mm -hmm. people have that because they've been disenfranchised somebody told you that you wasn't a man mm -hmm. if you, your whole life they told you you was a, a boy mm -hmm. they called you boy or they called you you know an animal mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. in your mind you at every point you have to make sure that you show this that this man you mm -hmm. know i'm strong i don't have yeah. no faults yeah. i don't have this i don't you cry, know it's, yeah. it's levels to it it's mm -hmm. not just for no reason it's really because we've been disenfranchised to the point where we have to mm -hmm. put up that front to make ourselves something we yeah. want to be worth something we've been told all our lives or all our history before mm -hmm. our lives even came our grandfathers yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. they were nothing you're not mm -hmm. human you're not this you're not that you come this false sense of entitlement like well i need to make sure that i show you mm -hmm. that i'm a man that i'm somebody of integrity mm -hmm. and good stature you know yeah. you over you force it you know you push it yeah it's reason and, and, and you're right it's crazy because like i said it's like as a as a man being like oh, you know you're not supposed to show no weakness you're not supposed to cry you're not supposed to show this soft side like yeah. it's like that's just how you talk growing up you know what i'm yeah. saying and, and it sucks because like i think it's more so just 
mainly predominantly just the african-american male because i mean you see other racist shit they don't give a fuck about talking about being depressed right. talking about being broke and, and, and you know what i'm saying that, yeah like a lot of they don't they don't care about putting that out there as as african-american male we keep it in we deal with it the best way we know how we ain't gonna just expose ourselves and make ourselves vulnerable because yeah. we don't want to be weak you know what yep. I'm saying? We don't want nobody look at us. Like, you're not, you're not a man. Oh, if, oh, if you, if you, if you say this or if you're doing this, you're not a man. Because if a black man is weak, then he's not really worth nothing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Traditionally, you right. know what I'm saying. So right. it's like the idea of a black, of a weak man not being worth nothing. You know, and it's transformed. You right. know what I mean, yeah. in the future, to the point where it's beyond what somebody else told us about us. It's mm -hmm. what we're telling us about ourselves. We've yeah. been trained to think like this. Yeah. So our women think like that. We think like that yeah. about ourselves. And then that we force ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. to try to fit into this because we can't be depressed. We yeah. can't be sad. Exactly. We can't be, you know, you know, we can't show that weakness because if we do, mm -hmm. then we less than everybody That's, else. Yes, you exactly. know? It's crazy we to me because it's, it's crazy because it's like, one thing I would say needs to be discussed more is mental health, and and that, yes, it, it, it need it the needs book, to, the compass. Uh huh. It's about mental health. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you about it. Yeah. Afterwards. So it's just yeah. crazy, like mental health. Like it, it's not stressed enough in the black community. It's not stressed enough with the black male because it's like, like you said, for those same exact reasons. So we go through life dealing with X, Y, and Z, and yeah. halftime you don't even know when a, when a, when somebody's depressed. They could be going through so much shit, yeah. but they out here, you know, what I'm saying, smiling, trying to be a man. You know, what I'm saying right. that's they got to hold their composure because of society and what's gonna happen if somebody says. Oh, I'm depressed. I've had suicidal thoughts. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like you say this, and like, oh, that motherfucker crazy. Oh, he, what the fuck? Like, yeah. they, you know what I'm saying? But women go through it too, though. Yeah, it's the same thing. But they go through it for different reasons, though. Especially like, well, black women kind of go through it for the same reason, but white women they go through it for a different reason mm -hmm. because it's like they want people to want them around. Yeah, you know, especially what we talked about earlier. It was yeah. like, well, when you come from a a history of people disenfranchised, you have to attach yourself to like a man to mm -hmm. try to be successful. Yeah. You know what I mean? That mind is like, oh, I want to be accepted mm -hmm. by this group. So I have to, you know what I mean? D like basically hide all these feelings and emotion. Yeah. I don't want to be too excited. I don't want to be too angry. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why that, angry white woman you know that's not like a thing yeah, even though it is it actually is. A, a lot of people associated with oh yeah mad black woman like yeah. oh first of all yeah, it's not like that because they want to be accepted we know black people got their own different struggles so, right you yeah. know black women can be angry all they want to yeah yeah <laughs> you know? for real everybody i mean everybody going we, we appreciate <laughs> y'all yeah i mean that's crazy what was the uh what was the other uh other uh poem from that one that you uh said people come highly request oh the today tomorrow today tomorrow let's hear i'm gonna do it real quick yeah let's hear about it oh, is it real quick uh no it's, it's like a minute and 50 seconds maybe damn you know how long it is yeah i had to time it because i did in a competition you know okay. they got time limits on competition oh, yeah. So, yeah. no i didn't know that but now yeah. i know <laughs> i don't need the paper for it I don't oh think. damn well, go ahead <clears throat> i want your attention i mean i need you to listen you even lived the route I'm living so you could receive my position. Toting the front line, good and written just to play second fiddle. Only God knows what I'm giving, so don't be quick to belittle. Inside my loved ones, I realize pain of beloved drugs to belong and to be loved once by this word of deterred sons. But honestly, in my universe, Align stars is by far beyond hard to believe, beyond far and palpable, cold fish in the sea. That's the youth's anthem. Without banning for the world's fair. The world's glare shines out our vision. We don't even recognize our own stare. But nowadays we're a strange alternative to reality. Famed and framed and brash rubbish justified by technicalities. We got trust issues within our love. And hate we find our comfort. Afraid, afraid, afraid to claim our greatness. Because failure sleeps in our comfort. A bed we find our flayed and fail to be flesh. Not fresh. To be fly. Such holy word that gravity those angel wings we defy. Truth is everybody's at the tangle. Everybody's at the table with themselves in the center. Nobody wants to listen without their points to deliver. Everybody wants the bag, possess to have, and make a living. Make the living unless the sorrow said, hollows and said, given. And, and I'm a victim too. Suspect the proof, lest my deliverance I didn't gave just to take the mirror shades to red resemblance. Swept in the wave to lose my name, achieved some fame, attained in dissonance. Became a slave of day to day, waiting for death. But in my, in my self defense, listen. I said, listen. The kids need your attention. They need real loving guidance, not your self-inflating permission. And really, what's so amazing, I mean, I'm so amazing today. 
how we walk past ones we love and speak not a word, not a phrase, not a nothing, not a murmur, nothing, a praise, nor disgrace, and get on that phone, your Facebooks and Twitter, and have so much to say, and then we rock proud colors like we brothers in blood. Tales from the Crypt scene, sisters trip over lusters and love. Turn our back to show our age and maturation, imagination's true ability if we wasn't so divided, undecided, in futility. So listen to each other. Find each, find each other. Find yourself in a little. Only you've got what you're given, so don't be quick to belittle. Be benign, behind sight, behind sight for the kids. Your experience brings opportunities for others to live, and you might. Reveal that purpose that you're looking to find in your might. Receive that purpose that you're living to bind within life. A civil circle to uplift and divine center self and hurricanes that you can look in the eye. All right. Man. <laughs> I messed it up and stuff. That's it. Bro, that's bro, you 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 recover <laughs> so smooth. Like, but it's like when you when you love that that I can tell that's one of your favorites. Cause right, that right. that it came from the heart. Like right. I actually felt every word there, man. Like some and, real shit. And the truth is it's really about us as professionals and mm -hmm. leaders, you know, us as professionals and leaders, we make it out of the hood, especially mm -hmm. if you're from a neighborhood, you know, from the hood, what people consider the hood. Yeah. If you come from these places and you go off in your life, you have to understand that the people behind you don't understand what you went through to get where you're going. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They only know what somebody else is funneling to exactly. them, what they're telling you. Exactly. You got to be able to go to them people and be personable, talk to them people, mm -hmm. face them people, yeah. and make sure that they understand, see you, mm -hmm. and touch you so they understand what you did is possible. Beyond that, they can touch you and figure out, okay, what you did to get the things that you overcame, mm -hmm. those are those things. I can understand those things. I can move forward and try to achieve my goals, you know? Yeah. And it's a lot of times, a lot of people, especially like, especially in the black community, you got people that's lawyers or doctors or congressmen or city councilmen and stuff like that. And they get this money, you know, and they move to another neighborhood and mm -hmm. they turn their back oh, on the neighborhood. They don't even associate with them no yep, more. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They own family, you yeah, know? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, but sometimes they own family. They don't even associate with them, you yeah. know? It's crazy, though, too, because, like I said, you yeah, when you when you when when your position in life changes, it's just because, like, they, they haven't been given all these opportunities. So when they when they given an opportunity, it's like, shit, they don't know to fucking to 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 go back to the hood and and keep all that shit within the hood they want to live that life they seen on tv right. they want to live like somebody else instead of That's bringing true. that shit back to the hood where they came from like you gotta think about it like you got up and coming generations behind you that need to, to to flourish and to come up too so why would you leave them behind like why would you show them that to, when you get in a position to leave their people right. instead of come back and give back and, uh, yeah people don't like to have people with them because they like to feel that feeling you yeah. know what i'm saying when you feel like you the man you feel important. You feel like you when, when your Crabs people where you come from Crabs and they the look barrel. at you like you the shit. Yep. And you be like, hey, I'm the shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to give y'all all to everything because I'm going to be up here with me. Then Bro, everybody going to be down there looking when, at me when like I I'm say, the shit. When I say that crab in the barrel mentality is real, real. especially within the black community, <laughs> everybody trying to step on each other to get to the top yep. instead of helping each other to get out. Like, yep. shit, it's crazy. Like, other, you shit. see other races do that shit. They, they, shit, African people come, they come from African Nigeria, come over here and make a way. Right. Arab people, they come here and, they, I mean, they taking the fuck over and they helping their people. The whole community. Everybody is their fucking cousin or their brother or they related to them. They helping each other, shit. They come here and they they seeking opportunity and they making a way. Yeah. Chinese people coming over here, they all making a way. When everybody talking about gentrification, it's like these motherfuckers is coming over here and they making a way. We, uh, we sitting around not trying to help each other. We want to be top dogs. Like you said, we want to beat on our chest and be the number one at what right. we're doing. We don't want to help nobody up. But there's reasons for that too. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I tell people that it's about like, like man, I, I, I hate to make this comparison just because of the political imp implications, but... A lot of people are afraid of that comparison when they talk about like what Jewish people went to compared mm -hmm. to what the African American went to, mm -hmm. um, and it is different. You know, what I mean, I'm not trying to make a comparison. Like, I hope anybody that's hearing this don't be like, "Oh, that's so," you know, don't like. I hate that. You know, I'm not making the comparisons. The idea that it's two different psychological treatments. Mm -hmm. As African Americans, we through this, we went through this psychological treatment where. They made you nothing. They take you from where you're so smart. You mm -hmm. got all this knowledge and information. And they take you to a place where you don't know the language. You don't know anything. You know what I'm saying? They made you stupid. You what? You weren't stupid initially. They made you stupid mm -hmm. because they put you in an area where, it, like, if I'm from Saginaw and my first time ever coming to the city, you know what I'm saying, or Ypsilanti or anywhere, and I'm in the middle of it, I'm not going to know 
where I'm going. You know, I'm be lost. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the same thing they did to black people. They take black people, they take them from a land, they put them on a plan, and they put them in a place where you don't know your history, you're not connected with nothing. All you know is what we tell you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you have that in your mind, that makes you, it conditions you different. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You always, then they give you like tidbits, like they feed you like, okay, well, if you want to be somebody, you can do this or you can do that within our society. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They give you something and that, that create this idea of separation. Like, okay, well, master told me like, in this land, if I did this, then I get this. I get to wear this. I get to be here. I get to do this. You create the separation between you and everybody else. Everybody looking at you like you either the worst thing on the planet or you hot shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. that's the only two things. You looking at yourself like, I'm somebody. Nah, I'm moving up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a different psychological treatment. When you get that psychological treatment, that's it still exists to this day. So right now, right now I'm on Facebook Live and right. I got somebody watching and they uh they had a little disagreement. They said I couldn't disagree more after we, what we just talked about. He said I okay. got so much to say, y'all couldn't be more off. Who? The Who is that? <laughs> my man's Terry. Terry Wilson. He said he said uh dead weight is impossible to move so i'm you know i want to hear from him. so he said every other culture leaves their weight to die we need to do the same white folks is it empowering the trailer parks yeah i mean i mean, I mean if their weight or whatever i mean if you want to speak to that and today's standard like okay moving forward we, what we need to do and all that stuff okay that can be like a, a plan that, that can be a plan lady. for like okay i can understand that but i'm talking about the reasons why we're here mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying if we can't understand why we're here then we can't effectively change or move forward to to fix this shit. Mm -hmm. i can understand like oh dear wait if you're not a part you know whatever this movement or something for progression then we just leave you by the wayside i can mm -hmm. understand that right absolutely that can be a contingency plan i don't know if that's the proper context of the word <laughs> but that can be that but what I'm saying is that the reason why we're here is because we've been disenfranchised. And then they give you, they hand bill you mm -hmm. different. They still do it to this day. It's not It's not dead. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we got to get out of the mentality like, oh, well, we need to just do this and do that. We can cut their way. I can understand that. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. But the actual matter is, is that the only reason why we are the way that we are today is because when we separate ourselves from our communities, and mm -hmm. I'm not talking about your right. homeboys, no, yeah. like, oh, exactly. yeah, well, you ain't doing shit with chilling, selling weed and stuff, but I'm going to let you go on for the ride. I'm not talking mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. I'm talking about our children. I'm talking yeah. about the people that's going to school, that's right. yeah, yeah, kids, yeah. that's the middle school person that ain't got no opportunity, that ain't never, don't know nobody, that ain't seen nobody. I grew up in Saginaw. I ain't got no family that's this. Or that, like, I have no connections. Yeah. I have to learn everything yeah. on my own. I think, I think, yeah, I, I think he might have came into the conversation. At, at, oh, no, that's at, all good. Because I mean, yeah, we I mean, I, 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 exp I mean, I really, I agree with what he's saying. Like you say, I do agree. Like, I'm not saying shit. Try to uplift like motherfuckers who sitting on their ass that don't want to do that. Right, you know? I'm saying to to empower the people that do want to be empowered to give them the resources. Once you make it out, if you make it out, you got to give back to your community. And a lot of people, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a lot of black people that do come back and give back, but it's at the same time it's that some people trying to they trying to step yeah. on each other to get to the top and it's like we can't do that we literally have to help each other like it we're not going to make it anywhere if we're doing everything by ourselves right. there's power in numbers and other cultures they they use that they use that right. shit you you see some shit happen with the with the chinese and their fucking embassy gonna be on your at the yeah. americans ass they and gonna they be, be on their kids too like what? okay you gotta learn this you gotta do this you gotta do this they own that stuff our community is not on that they There's not reasons they not that, they know? not they not kicking them out at the age of 16 17 talking about oh since you grown now you got to get out no it's not like that shit most most african-american men get put out when they younger or, or most families i ain't even gonna say men shit you get you turn 18 it's like oh you grown now you got to go to college you got to get out. not oh i'm gonna help now. you i'm not gonna help you to, to you get through because now looking back at it i would never try to do, i wouldn't do that to my child because it's like i know what i went through going right. to college and trying to apply for loans and fucking trying to get it all to, like figure some out. people don't know though it's, they ain't never got it they ain't never seen no college they ain't got no money so they can't help you they can't give you no money no loan no but nothing. i'm saying all they could do is say 
Hey, I did all I could do up to this point. You are adult now. You, you gotta go. Now, I can't, you know but what other saying? cultures, bro, they 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 parents <laughs> let them stay as long as they need to get on their feet. Even right. white people, white people can go back and be forty years old, live with their parents, and they open them, walk yeah, them. Walk. You ain't no bum to be living with your mama. Right. Now, if you a black man living with your mama, you a bum. Right, you a fucking bomb. Like it, reasons for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, we it's, talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's so crazy yeah. to me. But we just got to do better as a, as a people. And I think it all starts with um, our own community and, and with the people that we're around, trying to uplift them. It's not trying to go out with you know outside of our community. Start within your community. Stop right. trying to branch out and, and and go outside your community. If you can impact your community and the generations up under you, start right. there. Start there, man. Cause I, like Terry, I wanted to let you know, it's just not about like. Oh, well, I got to carry everybody with me to the top and all that stuff. It's not really about that. What I'm really saying is that we have to understand that if we take this information and try to harbor it with us, that's the main tool that people have used to try and keep information from from the lower classes. Like, that's a tool. That's not – that's hard-baked into – that's hard-wired into our mm-hmm. mentality. That's not a mistake. It's, yeah. it's it's something that's really and, you know programmed saying, like into uh, us, like to be like honest. the crazy like the, the 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 Willie Lynch theory like just in the in the sense that you know strength in the body weaken the mind like when you really weaken the motherfucker's mind or you really fuck up somebody mental like that's everything like you lost yeah. like if you get control and you 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 teach somebody to feel like they are weak and they beneath you or they're not mentally stable and that goes right. back to not being able to show that like you can't show the emotions or generations of yeah it generations yeah like, it, it just gets <laughs> fucking, it just gets crazy like to yeah. me and it i don't know like we just got to do better and i think it starts with like being in your community and, right. and, and impacting the best way you can so when looking at that american dream like and it's like damn as it relates to everybody it's not it's showing that you're a black man, you know what I'm saying? Showing that it's not just about the black man. You're right, not it's about not exactly. It's you're like, not being so. You're not just making it about the black man. Like right. you, it's, it's 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 worldwide. It, it's, that book has no prejudices. It has no racism. There has no gender. Like mm-hmm. that book is like a, a perfect depiction of the sub American dream. Like right. for real, for real. Like. Yep, it, most definitely. It's just crazy. Like, let me, let me, let me, let me look at. I'm, a, I'm so I'm a, uh, and I had to add a lot of stuff in afterwards because originally it was a general audience uh, performance. We gave it to a general audience, mm-hmm. so we wanted kids to come out. I was trying to get like high school students. I was mm-hmm. trying to sponsor them to come out. Uh, so we really wanted to make sure it was broad enough. I had brought in inside the first cover, so you see uh, Crystal Nicole in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I brought her in just. So I can make sure that we weren't being misogynistic or mm-hmm. sexist, sexist in no way, because I know she's a strong black feminist. Yeah, you know I want to bring her in and make sure she look at it and look, you know, make yeah. sure that we're not doing nothing that's misogynistic, that's offending anybody. We want to make sure that this is a message that can be delivered to everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, just looking at, like I said, M Seven excerpt from uh, uh, Gordy's Glory. Mm-hmm. That one, like I said, the the part that kind of I mean, not necessarily spoke to me because the whole thing did, but it was just like the the fact that you you touched on being from Saginaw and nobody really know Saginaw for nothing other than Draymond being there, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. Um, and then from there, when you spoke about your friend give going to war, you at you t- well you were 21 when he went to war in, in yep. Afghanistan and lost his life. Mm-hmm. Um, to how that affects you, and then having your daughter and her becoming a new perspective on life but so i mean and this is like the end of it so really um and i think like when with with like a child being born or new like that that's a new life given so that's how i want to kind of end this this segment yeah just um how did she become a new perspective and like on your life because when all the people out there that's that have children they don't know like, when you have a child, it's like seeing yourself all over again. Mm-hmm. You know, they got some of your same antics. Mm-hmm. Like, you you get to understand life differently, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like you live in everything twice. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. So, at that point, like, it was like everything. Like, at the time, my father, he was going through, uh, he had um, uh, cancer. Mm-hmm. So, he had cancer removed and stuff. He was going through a depressed time in his life. When my daughter was born, it kind of gave him a new life, you right. know, a new yeah, reason yeah. to live. Mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. You know, he's fine now. He's cancer-free now and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it just gave him a new reason to live. And my mom and me, like, it just gave us a new motivation, mm-hmm. you know. And that's really the biggest part about Baby Girl. When she was brought to the world, it was like, like, a, like a new set of eyes. 
eyes to see the world through. What's like I was queen, seeing the, what's her name? the world for Taylor the first Dion time. Ford. Yeah, Taylor Dion Ford. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see, and I always see you like you always say something like the Queen, Queen Taylor, the Queen. Yeah, and queen I, Dion. And I really, yeah. I, you know what? I really, I really can appreciate that because it's like you hear all the times, oh my young black kings and queens but it's like when you address your daughter as mm-hmm. a queen each time it's like oh no she i'm gonna call her what she is she's a queen yeah like, and <laughs> as i'm raising her yeah. i don't want her to be treated as nothing other than the queen right she's she's trying to make her see i was talking like i'm a princess i'm mm-hmm. a princess i'm like no you're a queen, you're a queen baby yeah. yeah so i like that man <laughs> just just for real just keep that up and you know it's crazy because i think with the sub-american dream this book i feel like um I almost feel like, and this could be in a couple of years or as as you grow and mature with 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 your queen. Mm. I feel like this book it needs to be more to it. Not saying it's already deep, but I'm saying you're gonna learn. No, more. no, no. I've thought about that as yeah, well. Because, so I've already thought about ways okay. to expand. I already it, you know. know. Yeah. I already, I, and I believe it 100. percent So yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I just know, like you said, just saying that the more you learn, the more you growing, and and she had a new perspective, and you learn so much about yourself because you like, damn, I. Okay, I'm okay. I kind of see. That's how I was. I can't really, right. really be mad. I right. can't be upset. Or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy. I mean, it's crazy to to think that um, this this book really embodies the the sub American dream because right. it does. Like this one little book. I mean, how many pages? Like, like sixty something. I don't remember for sure, but so six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, in this one little book. I mean, if you're listening, if you're listening, uh, the Sub American Dream. Where can they find this book? At? It's at, it's on Amazon. Amazon, the Sub American yeah. Dream by Jason L. Ford. Really grab this book, man. Just um, for real support. It's a, it's a good book, and I think for anybody who's listening, it's not it's not just for like one class of people. It's not for one race of people. It's not for um a gender. It's, it it really can resonate with everybody. Everybody can find something in this book as it relates to your life and and people around you and and how you can use uh the tools that you have to to get to the American dream, quote unquote. Right. So uh really, man, look for the the sub American dream by Jason L. Ford on Amazon, man. It's available. Man, if you listen, hit me up. Hit DM me, inbox me. I I reach out to Jason personally and uh make sure we get you a copy. We can try to work on getting you a signed copy, something, man. We just we just uh, hit I don't support. know if this is gonna be out beforehand, but you got to record in June sixth. Uh, 90s Knowledge Cafe We're going to be there So we're going to have Signed copies Oh there. yeah This this will air before that yeah, so, June yeah. 6th June so, 6th so 90s hopefully, Knowledge Cafe So it won't, and when people hear this Hopefully grab their copy Because I'm for I, I'm for sure Going to pop in And I mean I already got my Special edition Signed copy So I But I might have to Cop another copy And get it re-signed <laughs> You know Because You know I know somebody Going to hit me up And be like Let me see your book They don't want to They don't want to <laughs> pay for it they, yeah, they, don't, they don't want to pay for it Or people come through And like we was talking about earlier Oh let me get that book yeah. Somebody <laughs> pick it up and be like oh i'm gonna look at this so man shout out to jason for coming through man i really appreciate you coming through and uh sharing your story man and, and yeah. sharing sharing the, the sub-american dream through your eyes as a vulnerable african-american man you know who who depicts the american dream in a way that 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 needs to be depicted like you said you need people need to see this they need to read this is not something that that, that it is something that's overlooked it is something right. overlooked so i really do appreciate you coming through where can people find you on social media uh, on Instagram is squeeze dot first, so it's squeeze regular squeeze dot one s t. Um, and then on Instagram, I mean on Twitter is squeeze with three, so s q u three three z e. Okay. Everything else is Jason Ford. Jason Ford, man. Yeah. Shout out to Jason, man. Like I said, go get the sub American Dream on Amazon, man. My name is Martez. You can find me on Instagram, and I'm only really on Instagram actively. Um, Martez underscore for show. That's F A S H O. Um, if you're listening, man, just just like I said, to, to support is to just share. Like you don't have to. For me, you know, you ain't gotta buy nothing for me. Am I? Just share my shit if you listen to shit. But like I said, man, to support each other is huge and and shit. Maybe you don't need to hear this message, but it could be somebody out there that does need to hear this message. So right. if you can support and it, it, and even if you can't, if you for some reason don't have the funds to get the book, the book is only what? How much? Fifteen dollars. Fifteen bucks. Yeah. You gonna spend fifteen bucks at the club? Stop playing. Right. So if you know, what I'm saying, one drink. Yeah. So. <laughs> support support you know what i'm saying everybody let's, let's support one another and like i said even and if you can't if you for some reason don't want to buy the book or you can't just share it and it might resonate with somebody and somebody be like you know what that sticks out to me i want to purchase it so um man this is knowledge under the influence man just like i said just stay tuned and uh thanks for listening uh we on every platform share it on everything that you can and once again man my name is martez yeah